Welcome to True Paranormal, the podcast with your host, Leo Rizzuti. Every week we will explore such topics as ghosts, demons, poltergeists, haunted history, time shifts, cryptozoology, and other aspects of the paranormal through listener-submitted accounts, documentary studies, and interviews with the investigators that dedicate their lives to searching for proof of the unknown. So get a fresh cup of coffee, dim the lights, relax, and get ready for a short visit to the realm of the true paranormal. Hey guys, Leo Rizzuti here. Welcome to another episode of True Paranormal, the podcast. We've got something a little different for you guys this week. You might remember we had an interview with a gentleman who went by the initials MP, who runs the Mystery Press. And he does a lot of investigations on his own of things that aren't necessarily paranormal every single time, although he does deal a lot of times with paranormal items, cryptids, and mysterious circumstances and the occult, things like that. But he also does a lot of his own investigations into things that aren't necessarily paranormal, missing people, unsolved crimes, things like that. And a lot of times it's things that folks are not aware of that are going on and also things that just aren't being reported in the mainstream media. So he has agreed to do a little segment for us every once in a while and just send it to us, which we will dub the mystery spot. And it will basically cover any items that he's been working on, any investigations he's been doing, anything he's been finding out. And he will pretty much do that however often he can. Uh, We look forward to getting these from him as I would hope that you guys do as well. Whatever he's working on, it's sure to be a treat, and it's sure to be something that is very, very interesting, again, even if it's not strictly paranormal. So this is his first segment that he sent us. Hope you guys enjoy it as much as I did. And now, without any further ado, The Mystery Spot with MP. Greetings and salutations. This is The Mystery Press. I am speaking to you on my very first episode And I would like to thank you all for joining me today. Now, if you've read any of my previous articles, you know that I speak about a wide range of subjects, dealing from ghosts to cryptozoology, uh, demons, satanic cults, uh, arachnids, all this stuff. And I would like to speak to you guys today on my very first episode. I would like to talk about Mysterious Disappearances. Now, as you guys all know, in one of my last articles, I talked about a man by the name of Brian who mysteriously disappeared. Now, he spoke out honestly about seeing some strange sightings out in the woods and feeling as if he had a connection with them, decided to go out himself. Well, as we all know, that didn't turn out too well, or maybe it did, but he was never found again. No one knows where he went. No one even, no one's even seen him. Now, usually with missing persons cases, there's the odd person in and out that see the individual that goes missing, but no one saw Brian, and that got me to thinking. Now, this is now this, now this article is is one of my one of my favorites because it touches on a very close subject, and that is 
people that are able to see things that may or may not be real. Now, interdimensional beings, gateways to other worlds, all that stuff, I find to be very interesting. And for the fact of the matter that a man by man like Brian was able to see something like that, well, you know, that that is that is astonishing. You could write off that many of these people suffer from mental illness. Many people do. Sometimes somebody thinks they see something, but really it could be brought on by heat exhaustion, dehydration, lack of sleep, drugs, alcohol. But at the end of the day, you have to think to yourself, well, okay, that's that's great. You know, there's there's a small percentage of people, you know, who do all that stuff or have all that stuff. But what about that what about that one individual that actually did see something? The one that, that is telling the truth. And that's what I that's what I like to believe, you know. I like to I like to follow through with that stuff and report all that stuff. So with everything I've been doing, I've been writing articles, working on my book, uh, all that stuff, trying trying to keep myself busy, trying to keep myself going, because as I said before, there's a lot of elements out there that would like to keep me uh, keep me from completing my tasks, and and with that being said, it's one of those few, very few things that I'm I'm actually quite intrigued with. You know, I've got stacks and stacks of notes of people who've gone missing, people who claim to have seen other people. In the woods. Now, now, I'm not just saying like hikers or anything like that. People dressed up in 17th century to 18th century attire. People that are riding around on a horse and buggy. And I'm not saying the Amish or the Hutterites or the Mennonites or anything like that. I'm saying that people that that look like you and I, that look like they came from um, Little House on the Prairie, that, that speak proper English, that that are able to live their lives... In, in this period of time, who knows? It could be a group of people out there who who are who are unknown, who go through the whole motion of living, pretending to live in the 17th century. There might be a group of people like that. I don't know. If there is, they're really good at hiding themselves. But I'm reminded of a here. Let me go through my notes here. Right here, I'm looking at one one indication, one incident. Of a man by the name of Samuel. He went walking through the woods. Actually just outside of Jasper. Uh, now if you're not Canadian. Or, or you're not a hiker. You don't know nothing about Jasper. Jasper is a giant. Giant wooded area. Uh, by the mountains. And it's just. It's basically one giant. Like provincial park. It is just massive. Like. I don't know this is wrong, but a thousand square miles of forest, just all protected, and a lot of people go missing there, but Samuel reported to me that he saw, while walking through the woods, that he saw somebody dress up like a trapper from, from David, like, who looked like David Crock, David Crockett, and so he had the coonskin cap, he had this weird worn out jacket, he had a musket, and and yeah, and he walked around and he he wouldn't talk to nobody. Uh, the, he tried to make contact with him. Uh, Samuel did, and Samuel said he did not make contact back. He acted as if he never saw Samuel. And then he walked through the brush and disappeared. Samuel then went to follow him, 
and could not find a trace of him, not even footprints. So that it could be a case of interdimensional travel or maybe a rift in time or maybe the time space continuum record jumped a bit. Now I'm going over to August 5th of 2017, Claire reported that she was walking with her family and as she had to use the washroom now, there's no public washrooms over there, so you just have to go in the woods. Uh, she broke off from her family, her husband and two daughters, and she went to the washroom. Well, she went to the bathroom, she came back and they were gone. Now, she only went about 150 to 200 feet into the brush and kept vocal communication with her husband and just to make sure everything was okay because, you know, there are mountain lions and wild animals and whatnot. And so when she came out, she stated that they were gone. She went around calling for them, looking for them for a good 45 minutes, and no one came. No one was there. So she had no idea what happened. There was no blood, there was no torn clothes, no nothing, so it couldn't have been a wild animal. But as she was walking around, she noticed that she wasn't alone, and she found a little girl dressed up as if she was off of... This is her words. She was dressed wearing clothes that reminded me of the little little house on the prairie. And I felt a strange calm around her. The air began to grow cold, even though it was middle of July, and it was 2 o'clock in the afternoon. She was even able to see her breath, she said. Now, with that being said, the little girl took her to her father, but wouldn't speak to her. There was no verbal communication on the little girl's part, and with that being said, letter to her father. Her father then took over the situation, not speaking to the strange woman, in his opinion. I'm just guessing on that, but would not respond to her or whatsoever. Would point in her direction to a trail, the trail leading up over a hill towards her husband and daughters. Now, this path was leading towards them from the front. So, obviously, it would be impossible for her to get lost like this. But she said that she felt like she was gone for hours. The sun began to set and everything like that. But when she came to her husband and daughters, instantly everything returned to normal, she said. She did report this to her husband and her daughters. She said she did. She couldn't understand what happened. She said it felt like a dream. She didn't know if it was real or not because, honestly, when it feels like you're gone for a few hours and no one's there, and then you go back and all of a sudden everything's back to normal, it just feels like a dream, but it isn't. And so that was her experience. I have another occurrence of kidnapping and missing people uh, through the country, uh, being transported away by... Uh, 18 wheelers with trailers with boxed in enclosed trailers the kind of trailers you see that they use to transport pigs and other livestock now i did write an article on this and it did deal with missing aboriginal women and it did deal with missing runaway exploited teens and this whole situation being a uh, a way to test on human subjects now Human testing is pretty much frowned upon unless there is a huge monetary value put on it. Well, monetary value or not, no government agency or corporation is going to want to pay money for people. 
uh, when you can just take those are deemed undesirable. Now, the term undesirable pretty much means people that won't be missed. So junkies, prostitutes, child runaways, uh, aboriginal women, and so forth and so forth. And there is a huge, a huge number of people that are going missing in natural in national parks, uh, in the country, uh, hitchhikers, all that fun stuff. Those are the people that are being taken away and experimented on. Now, we look at these numbers. Uh, these numbers are, are always baffling because the police and the government don't care. They, they act as if it's a, a burden to them that somebody is asking them to do their jobs. Now, for a person like me, I find that to be quite, quite enraging because I just find that to be just, just absurd. You know, child sex slave rings are going on behind everybody's backs and nobody, nobody in law enforcement seems to care. Uh, people are digging up graves and robbing them for satanic rituals and nobody seems to care. The government and the police do not give a crap about what is going on. I, I've reported on the satanic cults, and I've reported on the murdered Aboriginal women for a bit now, and nobody seems to care. I've spoken to the police about this, and and it has been also noted that once asked the once Native groups began to ask the government about interventions and stuff like that, and intervening into this this alarming disappearance, uh, the government didn't give uh, didn't give two fucks about it. Now uh, the government has not responded to respond to criticisms on this behalf. I've even spoken to other groups and they've all agreed that something suspicious is happening. Uh, that the country, both Canada and the United States, have a massive epidemic on their hands, but nobody seems to care. And the reasoning behind that is anybody's guess. Now, I I am actually currently in the middle of an investigation on the matter of missing people. Going through my notes here, I can't really say much, but I do know that there is an ongoing investigation with a small group of people who have taken this matter into their own hands, and they are currently in the middle of trying to acquire some information on this by means of uh, just doing some hard detective work. That's all I'm going to say on that subject. But as soon as the story breaks, I will be bringing you guys the information you all require to help combat the missing individuals. Now, I find that this whole scenario to be quite, just just quite shocking. You know, I've, I've spoken to a man by the name of Martin H. I don't give away last names because a lot of this stuff is, is very hush hush on no information so the names i'm giving you guys are are their names but you know there's absolutely no last name so so this is the names they give me and martin once told me uh, actually i wrote it down here when i was speaking to him on the phone a couple days ago we are acquiring documents on the federal level we do find that the government has information on these subjects through national parks, missing exploited teens, kidnapped children, Aboriginal women, the whole nine yards, that something is going on. The government or an agency that has gone rogue is involved 
in missing children in means of child sex slaves and that Aboriginal women are being used for test subjects in government testing, either by chemical warfare or by means of of other testing of other testing that could mean psychiatric testing. That could mean like MK Ultra type testing. I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure he didn't give me really all the details on it because he is him and his group are going into um, going into a kind of a dark gray area with requiring that information that the government does have a lot of a lot of hands and a lot of a lot of fingers in pots and the government is making a substantial fortune off this off the books to finance their black ops operations now uh, I'm reminded of of hearing what was it, a decade ago, an officer in the, um, a police officer once stated that there are, there are child sex slave rings and they will take children that they believe won't be uh, missed. And they send those children all across the country to high elite, uh, elite parties with rich people and politicians and foreign dignitaries. And they will have these children there and, they will use them for sex, for sexual acts. And the reasoning behind this was that so that they can uh, they can blackmail and get their way with foreign countries. So foreign dignitaries and stuff like that would have to would have to play ball with with who's ever throwing these parties. And so with that being said, that's see, you this is this is what this is what I'm I'm diving into here, is that you see a lot of people and you see a lot of missing people posters and everything like that. And you think about Johnny Gosh, you know, and you know, the whole story about Johnny Gosh, right? You're watching it, you're listening to it, you're reading it, and you're thinking, this is this completely, this is completely insane. But then one by one, you start to realize everything that these people are saying, which sounds so far-fetched, is true. It is just, it is just insane how true it is and how easy the cops are able to turn their backs on it. How easy the politicians and the FBI are like, well, oh, we're not talking about this and blah, 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 because they're in on it. And if if you've ever seen the documentary, uh, Who Took Johnny Gosh, I believe that is. I believe that's the name of it. It's on Netflix, but it is an amazing documentary. It is a documentary that I think everybody should watch because in all honesty, if you don't, if you watch it, everything I'm saying to you, right now makes a million times more sense that that people are being kidnapped that people are being used as sex slaves people are being used as human experiment uh, human guinea pigs people are being sent over all over the country in the world to be used by super powerful people for sex and you can and, and they kill these people too because in all honesty you're not you, are, who's going to arrest them Nobody. It all subs down to the U.S.'s uh, Hollywood elite, to uh, the royal family, members of the EU, everybody, like everybody in power, with a, with a select few that aren't like this, because you know it's there. There's always there's always those majority of people that are like this, and there's a few that aren't, like the molesting priests, like mass majority of them are child molesters. Yes. But there is that small percentage that aren't. 
and and now the crazes have taken over. By crazes, I mean people who who normalize this stuff, right? This is all normal to them, so they all act as if it's it's an everyday occurrence. And and you and you start to see that a lot more. Like I remember what, what was it like a year ago, two years ago, uh, there was a group of people that were trying to that were trying to normalize pedophilia, and I pointed this out to so many people. Like this is how it begins, right? Because the elitists, the the ones in power that that are okay with having sex with children at child sex orgies, and all this stuff, like like they want this to be normalized, right? Because they want they 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 want to to start blackmailing people they want to start having this over their heads it's almost like a cult where where you tell them all your dirty dark secrets and then when you want to leave said cult they'll use those dirty dark secrets against you to keep you in the fold it is just like that it is completely insane and this is this is what they want you know this is what this this is what the the child sex slave ring masters want and you can believe what I say, or you, you don't have to believe what I say, but I know a majority of you will believe what I say, because there is so much evidence, so much information pointing towards this being true, that that you will always see people that be like, oh, that's not true, that's not true, and, and whatnot, and then, and then they, and then when they're hit up with the the option of you know, hey, you know, sex with children is completely normal, like what they were trying to do a year or two ago, and those are the people that be like, well, you know, it is, it is a mental illness, you know, and it should be, it should be okay. It, this is what they want. The, the, this is this is what they want. They want people to go, to to be on their side, so they have more of a army to defend their actions. And with that being said, that's all I'm going to say on this subject. I could go for hours upon hours on this topic, but I'm not going to. Well, that's it for uh, for this episode, episode one. <laughs> I hope you, uh, hope you all enjoyed it. And I would like to thank True Paranormal Podcast for allowing me this amount of time to, to speak on this subject. So with that being said, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. And I'll be back with episode two, dealing with underground societies and how humanity may not be on top of the evolutionary chain as we thought. With that being said, good night and God bless. Well, guys, that's going to do it for this episode of True Paranormal, the podcast. I hope you enjoyed that segment as much as I did and got your head scratching a little bit there. I know it is definitely the kind of thing that I'm fascinated with as well as the paranormal. So again, look forward to regular occurrences from MP and we'll try to get his segments on as often as he is able to get them out to us. While you're at it, be sure to support him on Twitter at uh, press underscore mystery, or just look for the mystery press and give him a follow, give him a, Holler, let them know that you're out there and that you heard them on True Paranormal, the podcast. Uh, be sure to catch any of our archived or old episodes as well. Wherever you happen to be listening to us, we're on Spotify and Podcast Addict and Google Play. We're on iTunes. And if you're listening to us on iTunes, be sure to give us a rating and a review if you get a chance. Also, check us out on Facebook at True Paranormal dash the podcast and 
give us a like and give us a shout out. Let us know that you folks are out there. I'd like to thank you guys for joining us this week and every week for that matter. Be sure to join us again next week for another episode of True Paranormal, the podcast. Thank you.